Hey, it's me. It's me. It's Trade Show Guy and Scruffy. We're we're doing a little introduction today for a uh, upcoming. It must be the garbage truck. Holy crap! It's really loud. Anyway, Trade Show Guy. You know, I could wait. I guess I could just wait, but this is kind of fun. Scruffy's looking at the rain like I am too. It's just raining, 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 raining in Oregon. But the, you know the good thing is? It's snowing in the mountains and I'm gonna go skiing this weekend. Time in, that's, that's what I do. Hey, I got a great interview uh, coming up on the Trade Show Guy Monday morning coffee. Uh, is with Anders Boulanger. Anders is a great young kid from uh, Winnipeg, Canada. And he is, I've known him for years. I've, we've exchanged emails, maybe even talked on the phone a couple of times, but we finally met for the first time last year in June in uh, Las Vegas when I went there for the International Food Technologist Show. He was down the road by a mile or two and we, we just kind of bumped into each other online. And I said, hey, we gotta have dinner so we did with him and, and some other buddies of his it was, it was a lot of fun and so we had a great conversation on the podcast the video podcast about what he does thanks for joining me for trade show guy monday morning coffee uh and we've got anders boulanger on the phone uh on the line you're not really on the phone but you're here and so where are you uh, where are you you're standing up in your studio it looks like I'm yeah i'm standing here um i'm actually well, you know, I, I'm based in Winnipeg, Canada, yes. which is in kind of like the middle of nowhere, trade show wise. <laughs> um, but the thing is, you know what, trade shows are all over the place. Uh, we have to fly to get to them most times anyway. So I like to say I'm centrally located in the, yeah. in the heart of North America. What <laughs> there I like you go. Say. Now, are you, yeah. are you a Canadian? Uh, I, I am. I am okay. a Canadian. Yeah. Nice. So uh, born and raised uh, around here within about two hours uh, driving distance of here. Um, but now I work about 95% of the time in the U.S. Um, with uh, some shows in Europe as well. So uh, we'll talk about what you do, but I'm curious how you got into it. So uh, how do I get how did I get into it? I I think I guess I did my first trade show um, when I was uh, about eighteen nineteen years old. I got a call from some uh, um, kind of a marketing agency, and I went to a, an agricultural trade show. So uh, it was out in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and uh, and so I did not know what I was doing at all. I was just doing my, <laughs> my I'm a magician, just to kind of uh, give break the background to this. And uh, I was trying to perform, bringing people into a booth. The booth design, when I think back to it, was horrible because it had like a fence all the way around it. Oh, weird. And people could only come in one <laughs> entrance. And so they'd all stand on the outside, on the outside of the fence and watch. But, you know, you got this huge gap and energy and they're not really part of it. They're not even in the booth. So um, that's kind of was my first show. And then a little bit later on, I, I started doing a, a some consistently at a, a hardware show. And then I trained with a guy named Joel Bauer, who was kind of, uh, I think when we had dinner one time, we talked about this a little bit, but he was kind of the best who ever lived. And he trained right. 30 guys and I kind of took his stuff and I, uh, you know, uh, worked through it and, and, you know, made it my own as best I could. And, and, and so then used that as sort of the jumping off point. And that's really what's built my business over the last 10 years. Well, it's interesting. Uh, the, the, the thing that you do and, and people like you, it seems it can be a very small group of people that do it consistently do it well and, and are gainfully employed at it to, to a pretty, pretty high degree. Uh, and so it seems to be very specific talent that you have and there's different kinds of it. There's magicians, there's different types of sure. uh, entertainment, but you're also and, yeah. presenter. So you need to be able to present 
what the client is selling and, and be able to talk uh, knowledgeably about the product or service that they have. Uh, very specific uh, niche that you've, that you've grown into. Um, and so you've done this for 10 years now. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's uh, been a work in progress, but now at the point where we've built this up and, and the company's name is called the Infotainers. Uh-huh. So it's, a, we kind of often uh, avoid using the term magician just because yeah. some people have a negative connotation in terms right, of, right. of what a magician might be. You know, they like, I've had old clients saying like, you know, we don't want anyone pulling rabbits out of hats in our you know, booth. <laughs> like that's cheesy, you know? And, and so we, we say infotainer, the idea that your information is conveyed in an entertaining way. Right. Yeah. And that's what engages the people. And we really try to create a multi-sensory event in the, in our companies, in our clients' booth, so that they can create leads, communicate that message, and differentiate themselves in the in the marketplace and in at the show in general. So, in that sense of of how you know there are a select group of people doing this, and it's not a big group. The way we differentiate ourselves is having very strong message integration, so that you know what we say on stage it really has a backbone to it. And at every show we go to, there's always someone that comes up and goes, like, do, you, "Do you guys work for the company?" And they're confused because they know that we know our stuff and yet the skills and talents that we possess and we're demonstrating on stage don't seem to be in alignment with that company either. So um, that's what makes them confused. But that's that idea that we want the companies to, to be proud of how we convey what it is they do and that the, it's, it's always, you know, uh, in, in the best light possible. You know what I mean? And always, yeah. and always message first. So even if, if we happen to do magic in the show, it's not played for applause. It's not played for look at me, look at me. It's about the solution, you know, the problem that they have and then the solution that they receive using the company's product. So you're, you're representing the company. Obviously, you, 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 yeah. have to, you have to do that very well. So you yeah. have to know the, uh, the industry, the business, or at least what the, the, how their product fits into that. And then you're going to exactly. a different, uh, you know, maybe two weeks later, you're doing another client altogether yeah. with a different industry. So you've got to learn something. So obviously, there's a lot of, of brainstorming and planning before you get yeah. to that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, message engineering is what we, we call it. So uh, we, we don't really like to use the word script as much just because in terms of uh, how we integrate that information into the presentation, but also into, you know, our, our own mind, if you will, so that I like to understand it, not just at that high level where they might want it conveyed, but actually a level below that to kind of support that. So everything that we say, we know why that's the case. Right. And so once you kind of really assimilate that into uh you know, what you know about the company, even if you get uh, quote unquote off script, you still know what you're talking about and you can get back to where you need to be. And, and again, that kind of uh, gives people that sense of, of some texture to it, to the presentation as well. So, uh, but it is sometimes tricky where you're going one, I've gone from one show, flown the next day and I'm setting up for the next show. And it's kind of like, you got to like, shoo, you know, <laughs> chuck everything out of the mind and like, you know, um, so I kind of have sometimes some some jam, like uh, you know, uh, not jam sessions, but the cram sessions. Pardon me. Yes. Uh, yes. Just like you're studying uh, back in university, uh, you know, to make sure I'm on point with uh, with on point and on brand. Um, but with the companies that we continue to use, uh, because companies have us back year after year. Veeam Software is one of our big clients that we're going into uh, uh, our eighth. Well, it'll be our eighth year in August, but we have shows before that uh, with the same 
company. Um, once you kind of know them on that kind of intimate basis, it makes it a lot easier. Definitely. And, and you say we, so, so who all is involved? Do you, do you bring in outside people to do specific things or is it all part of your company? I'm just curious how that works. Logistically. Yeah. So basically we have um, uh, four different uh, certified infotainers. So those are, um, you know, performers uh, like myself, like me, that um, have the same skill sets, and then we can kind of plug into the different uh, clients, different shows. Um, I have a director of operations who works with me to manage a lot of the logistics and a lot of the uh, details in terms of clients. We also provide what we call engagement specialists or, you know, hired booth staff that are, you know, professional, uh, mostly women, and these ladies, they're amazing, uh, full of energy, and they travel around the world for you know, companies fly them all over the place just to be in their booths to scan badges, engage with people, and have that kind of proactive reach. Uh, some of the challenges we find is with the companies that we work with, um, or, or new companies, they don't realize how big of a crowd we're going to build in their booth, and they don't, their booth staff aren't ready to go They're around and yeah, scan yeah. everyone. And so we do kind of try to supply our clients with complimentary services. And uh, so that being one of them, sometimes it's, uh, you know, providing a stage, sound system, specialized giveaways that encourage, uh, you know, engagement with booth staff as well. So, um, so there's kind of all kinds of things that we kind of package together. But for the most part, we're certified infotainers, our engagement specialists, me here at home office, and uh, Kristen, my uh, director of operations. And, and how many weeks uh, on the, uh, the, the, of the year are you on the road? You personally, I'm just curious. Me personally, um, I, I actually measure this quite closely um, because of the kind of work-life balance. And, yes. uh, you know, I've got two young kids. So I actually track that. Um, I believe I was only away about, well, 90 to 100 days uh, last year. Um, I shouldn't say only. It's, it's, an, it's, it's, it's a enough. lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> But it's just, I know that there are, you know, some people who do a lot more. So I'm always kind of conscious of that. Um, but if I find myself starting to uh, go into my, my average days away starts getting too high, then I'm really making, a, uh, making an effort to book other certified infotainers for, right. the, for the various right. clients so that we can uh, maintain that. But you get to go to a good place. I saw you post a picture from Times Square recently. So you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I, it is getting a little repetitive now after a number of years because I, I do enjoy the travel. So I, I can't say that I don't, uh, right. don't like that at this point. But, you know, New York, I do once a year. We go to Europe seems to be once or twice a year so barcelona or berlin or something and and a lot of vegas as i'm right. sure you know tim uh, we ran into each other in vegas that, last year yes. that's right <laughs> yeah in mandalay bay and then um a lot of vegas a little bit of chicago a lot of orlando once in a while new orleans and um and san antonio and san diego a little bit right. so they're they're nice they're nice cities i like i like yeah, where yeah. where we all go so uh, but well yeah I, I want to cover just a couple more things. Uh, sure. Part of it has to do with marketing. Uh, you know, you, you do a lot of online outreach. Uh, one thing that you, I, I get your newsletter and one thing that caught my eye in the last couple of weeks was uh, this set of email templates that you had available for people that are doing personal yeah. marketing and things like that. For cool sure. content to offer. You know, I try and offer neat stuff on trade show guy blog, but I think that the infotainers, uh, blog and website is, has a lot of great content oh, uh, that that is uh, very useful and and to me that that email template thing was very useful so talk a little bit about how you approach that and what your purpose is for all of that well the purpose of the blog I really think is just to um, provide 
again, useful content for people who are in that space. Um, so it's just, I mean, it's not always exactly what it is that we do, but if it's something that someone, a trade show manager or an event manager might need, and they're able to discover us, well, I think that's kind of what content marketing is about. So, um, so that's kind of the idea is we're always just trying to come up with uh, other ideas of what else can we do? What else can we write? What else can we spin? Um, and also uh, there is, you know, the long tail keywords and all the, the right. SEO strategies behind doing this blog stuff. So it's not all just, uh, just giving to the community, but there is, of course, the, the nice uh, reciprocity of, of, of getting some traffic and getting known for certain keywords. Um, one of the things we, we just have kind of listed some of the top tech shows and we're mostly in the tech sector right. and we're yeah. getting like huge uh traffic off of people looking at what are the top tech shows for 2018 so it's it's just neat finding you know what's what works what doesn't and then just kind of um you know pushing out content and i, I do enjoy making videos as well just right. kind of you know filming something because I'm a much better talker than I am a typer. So <laughs> I'd, I'd rather I can bang off content way faster um, talking to a camera. So And, and you've um, done that on the on the show floor many times. I've seen. seen yeah. Show, yeah. Yeah. I've done a, some Facebook lives. I just kind of was messing around with it. And then some of them turned out kind of fun and I've repurposed them and put them on the blog. And right. um, just to kind of give people a sense of, uh, you know, what it is that we do and how the, the show's in. It, it originally just was because I have tons of friends on Facebook who have no real clue of what, what it is that we do. <laughs> so it was kind of just like, hey, this is my world. Yeah. And I mean, the people listening to this are, are in the trade show world already. But if you really looked at it and you just kind of, you know, zoom back for a second, it's like, you know, for four days, people will construct this like beautifully lit city, yeah. you know, that people just hang out in, um, you know, for eight, eight hours a day. And, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's not real. It's very, it's very different. Yeah. And there's thousands of exhibitors and tens of thousands of people. And then after yeah. four days, they close it down and it yeah. all goes away. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a fascinating yeah. industry indeed. And, and uh, to close it up, I'm curious uh, how you approach social media. I do see you active on it. Uh, Twitter, of course. Um, I think I've seen you on Google plus quite a bit, but you mentioned Facebook, uh, Instagram. I think you, you as well. Yeah. Saw one of the pictures. No, it, so how do you approach yeah. all of that? So, well, Part of it is is outsourcing some of that to make okay. sure people help you. Um, always kind of getting stuff out. So we're um, Twitter. I mean, we're big on um, you know promoting old blog posts and just kind of there's a lot of just kind of self promotion in that sense. You know, putting the content out that way, and that's just kind of planning and and, and pushing it out. Um, you know, LinkedIn is probably the best, and I need to. I want to get more on LinkedIn. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk said he's going to live there more. And it's like, everyone's <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Oh, wow. But there, Gary there are videos. Yeah. yeah Gary, v, Gary V says, um, but because of the idea that you can do videos on it and because, you know, B2, we are B2B, that's kind of really where we should be more so. Um, and so everything else has just kind of been, um, not bonus, but just to kind of have that presence. Right. Um, you know, we are friends with a number of our Facebook, uh, sorry, Facebook friends with a number of our clients. So that is kind of a way to just to kind of connect and stay top of mind as well. Um, Google Plus, I can't say, you know, we, we schedule, you know, uh, posts and things, but it's kind of like, I can't say I've really been on there that much yeah, these days. Yeah. So it's like a little bit on the on the way out for, for me. Do you but, use a platform to schedule all this stuff? I'm just curious what you guys use. Yeah, like... Uh, Kind of like a Hootsuite kind of idea. Yeah. Um, okay. And so it's just that's part of that is just kind of in the planning and, and getting that going and, yeah. and having, um, I mean, I like it when we do kind of outsource that in a sense that 
someone's thinking about it and, and filling in the spaces when I'm not actually doing it personally. Right. Do you know what right. I mean? And, yeah. and to maintain more of a consistent, um, based, uh, consistent appearance and, yeah. uh, and, and that kind of smooths things out. Cause it's like, sometimes you just like, you want to write a blog post or you want to make a point and you're just like, I just can't think of anything to, to get out <laughs> right that. now. You know, so um, if we can kind of smooth things out and then the times where you go, hey, that, I think this is a really good thing. And then you, you know, invest energy into that, um, you know. So, yeah, there's all, all kinds of, uh, uh, if you get creative, all kinds of ways you can get there your is. message out. Yeah. And it looks like you're having fun doing what you're doing, which is. Oh, is, I love it. Which, which yeah. is, you know, the bottom line for anything, yeah. I think. So, yeah. And there's, it's so. a pleasure uh, chatting with you. Uh, where, where can people find you? Uh, they can find us on our website, tradeshowinfotainer.com. It's okay. long, but uh, <laughs> tradeshowinfotainer. Yeah. We're there. And uh, yeah, everything's on the site. Check out our blog and uh, feel free to reach out. We do have, actually, and this is just a, of interest, and I think you, you saw this uh, a while ago, but we have a, a special report on there called Trade Show Traffic Secrets. And yes. it's uh, a free uh, opt-in. You get this free report, and it's basically um, everything I've learned over the years of, of, of trying to track tension and bring people into a booth um, and how you can kind of uh, utilize that and repurpose that for your own, um, you know, creating booth hooks and some ideas to, to make people come to your, uh, to your booth and check yeah, out what you We you're all doing. know the secret to success is to draw a crowd at a booth and then figure out what to do with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. right. Anders, again, appreciate your time and uh, happy travels. Good luck. All right. Thanks a lot, Tim. All right. Hey, thanks to uh, Anders Boulanger for that great interview we had on the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Podcast. Uh, trade Show Tip of the Week, it has to do with travel. I just, I've been thinking a lot about traveling. I was trying to book some tickets this morning on Southwest for some great deals and it just wasn't working. So I'll go somewhere else. But, uh, you know, and I've been told that you should stick with a major airline or stick with a single airline. That way you can accumulate all the points and stuff and how that goes. Um, United's a good one, uh, Southwest is good, Alaska Air, a lot of the West Coast stuff, Alaska Air. Uh, but my tip on on trade show travel is dress appropriately. Know what the weather is going to be like before you go there. So pack like the night before, you've checked the weather, you know what it's going to be like in Anaheim or Las Vegas. Uh, last summer I was there, it was 116 degrees. I don't know, I took all short sleeve shirts, no jackets, or maybe a jacket with no sleeves. Uh, I'm going to Anaheim in March, it'll probably be 70 or 75. So, you know, just be prepared. Know where you're going when you travel and don't overpack. That, that way, if you, in fact, if you can get in and off the airplane without checking your luggage, that's the way to go. All right, and now one good thing. This is my one good thing. <laughs> We've had Scruffy about nine months. I haven't lived with a dog for, seriously, 35 or 40 years. I had a dog when I was a teenager or an early 20-something. And so uh, we got this dog from a rescue home. He's kind of skittish around <laughs> around people he doesn't know, but you know, he's a cool dog. He he's great. He sits in my lap half the day and and sleeps the rest of the day and takes a walk every day and and that's that. So Scruffy is my one good thing. Have a great week. See you next time for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Copy. I'm Trade Show Guy. Bye.